Today we're going to be talking about happiness. Hello, my friend. Today I want to talk about happiness. Uh, we call this Ushta in the tradition, in the religion of Zoroastrianism and Mazdaism. Ushta, I like to say, is law. Ushta means happiness, joy, bliss. Um, when Buddha talked about suffering, that the world was illusion and suffering. When he said suffering, he meant um, discontent, a dissatisfaction with life and um, basically leading a life without meaning or satisfaction. We, on the other hand, can find great satisfaction by cultivating contentment in our daily lives. This comes in many forms. If we are elated, we will be in a state of bliss. But if we are in a situation where things aren't always lined with gold, then we have to cultivate that contentment. Now, I understand that depression and, you know, daily life tend to kick in and um, stalled uh, bliss and happiness sometimes, but that is a choice. See, we're we have full control over all your, our emotions, or we should have. We have the capacity to have con full control over our emotions. When when we cultivate contentment, we we learn that we can be satisfied with what is even while working toward the possibility of what can be so let I me mean, think about it things have things were or ha have come into being and things now are coming into being and things in the future are yet to come into being but those things all exist in an eternal now and so does happiness and satisfaction because we can look back at, um, you know, traumatic events and, and things that we consider this bad or evil that's happened to us in the past. And we can cultivate contentment knowing that we became a better, stronger person due to that uh, incident. In the moment, if we also remember that, then we can make it through traumatic times and difficult times knowing that on the other side of it, we come out smelling better than we did before or you know stronger than we were sure we may have scars and marks to show that we've been where we've been but difficult things leave us better people i mean that's this is this is initiation into to mysteries right this is this is fermentation of the soul it's uh a transformation, a trans, transmogrification, if you will. It is basically coming through a hard time is like being being tried by fire. And Zoroastrianism uh, 
in ancient days, or at least in the mythology of it, um, there were kings and heroes who had the trial by molten metal, or um, I think it was copper, maybe, but, uh, where they would pour molten metal onto the person accused of a thing, pour it right onto the skin of his chest, and if he survived it, then um, he had the will of God on his side, therefore he was telling the truth, because God is one with truth. If he failed, then, well, we know what that meant. But it's, it's, it's like that, right? I mean, you have the you have the molten metal, which is, I mean, of course, is a metaphor for alchemic, alchemical processes anyway, because turning lead to gold. So, you know, think about think about a trial by fire or an ordeal that tries the soul. Think about it like taking an impure metal and placing it in the crucible and heating it up to a point where all dross separates from the metal. So you may have gold that is only a certain carat, but when you heat it, you separate out uh, those impurities. You, it becomes uh, a purer thing because of it. And that's how we are when we, when we go through a hardship. Um, it may be a sickness, a disease. It may be, um, uh, it may be an accident. It may be uh, something that someone did to you. It could be a rape. It could be an attack. It could be a robbery. It could be a death of a loved one. Anything. I mean, a birth of a child is traumatic to the parent, right? I mean, coming out on the other side, it's beautiful, but the process is painful. And those are the things we have to remember in the moment that pain equals pleasure. I know that sounds odd, but it's true. Pain in the moment can equal pleasure later if we allow it by understanding that we have to be content in this moment because this moment creates the rest of our life. Let me repeat that. This moment creates the rest of our lives. It is perspective and how we see the world that creates what comes next. We create the universe we live in. So if we're happy, if we're content, if we choose to be happy, then we choose happiness for our future, which means happiness for our children and for our friends and our family. If we choose to be depressed, despondent, sad, um, sorrowful, uh, riddled with grief, doubtful and dubious. These things are tools of the lie. The lie being the druge, the great, the great evil. Whereas Asha is the truth and the lie is the druge. So, let's consider it how Zarathustra um, spoke about it in the Gothas. He says that um, that there are two mentalities. These equal heaven and hell. The best mentality brings a person to the best existence. The worst mentality brings a person to the worst existence. So, by way of example, two people. Two people sharing uh, an apartment. Um, they will have the same temperature, be sitting in the same room, 
watching the same program on the television, um, eating the same food. One person believes that this is the best food he's ever had. Why? Because he's content. He has cultivated a happiness in the now, in the moment, that allows him to enjoy the thing with nothing else coloring it, right? I mean, he's eating pizza. Pizza is, is good to the taste. Um, the other guy's eating the same pizza, but because he's in a, in a bad way, he's allowed discontentment and dissatisfaction into his mind, into his soul, then the pizza that he's eating, or whatever the food is, uh, that one is enjoying, he is eating it begrudgingly. He is, no, I don't want any because it's not what I wanted. It doesn't have pineapple. Well, if you're not satisfied with what is in the now, if you're not content with what is, then you cannot build goodness and happiness in the next moment. It depends on the now. What you think now, what you speak now, becomes what you do later, becomes a manifestation of a thing from your actions. Those all begin now. So the person who uh, in, is enjoying life by a choice, by cultivating contentment, he's making a choice to enjoy his life, no matter if he's in prison, doing a life sentence, whether he's on death row, no matter if he is in uh, Afghanistan in a war or in Iran and tensions between U.S. and Iran and he's over there and he's in the thick of it. No matter where you find yourself, you can find yourself in happiness. This is the person who has the best existence. He is in a, a metaphorical heaven. Whereas he that has dissatisfaction as his Norman mode is in he's in a, a metaphorical hell of his own making Zarathustra saw this he said that in dwelled within each man each woman is two mentalities there is Angramanya which is the retarding hostile mind and there is um Spentamanu, which is the holy or progressive, the, um, the beneficent mind mentality. So the reason that mankind becomes the battlefield for good and evil is because he indwells both of those potentially. Yet Zarathustra says that good and evil cannot exist in the same faculty. One will overcome the other. So we may think of the the old adage of the, the the light and dark wolf, right? The white wolf you give your energy to, it creates happiness in you and um, contentment. And then the dark wolf is the one that's always bitter and and biting and growling and he's discontent, he's dissatisfied. Um, and so, which one of those wolves you give your thoughts and your energy over to the most is the one that survives and it ends up, you know. Uh, winning the war against the other. So which one, which wolf are we feeding? If I'm in a supermarket line and the lady in front of me is taking a long time and she's having to run back and get things and, and I've got somewhere to go, I can either be angry about this, I can, I can, I can, I can speak ill to her, I can think poorly of her, I can, I can, 
act in a way that is unbecoming of a person who should be of a high ethic. And when I do that, I, I now voice and act on my discontent. I've created, I've, I've effectively created hell for another person or other people around me. This is how evil gets a foothold in the world. This is how depression happens. This is how anger spreads. It's, it's, it is, it's a poison that we spread to others when we act on it. And it's a poison to ourselves because the, the black wolf within us, that uh, Angra Manu, it poisons, it, it, it pollutes, it corrupts the goodness in us if we allow it. So, cultivating contentment means understanding that Ushta is law. Ushta, happiness. Ushta, happiness to you. If I bless you with happiness by my thoughts or by my words or by my actions, then happiness is the lot that I receive back. It's, it's, it's the, if I cultivate it, it means I harvest it in the end, right? If I cultivate contentment, it means eventually I'm harvesting it. If I cultivate a field, I harvest the fruits of it. And so when we cultivate bliss and enjoyment and things like that by our choice, then we harvest a greater happiness in the future. And we should want this for everyone, everyone we love, our families, our loved ones, our spouses, our children. This is what we need to teach. We need to teach that happiness is the law. Zarathustra, when he was born, so the story goes, he laughed instead of cried. When Ahura Mazda created the first physical creation, it was the sky. And with the sky, with the sun in the sky, he created happiness. Ushta was from the beginning, along with the first creation. It was there created by God, happiness, bliss, enjoyment. And so God gives that to us in the form of mind, in the form of progressive mentality, in the, in, in the form of the white wolf, the choice that we're given between the two is always a choice in every moment between happiness and, and dissatisfaction. The final thing I want to say here is this. I cannot be happy in any circumstance, whether I've got a million dollars or zero, whether I'm on the street or um, in a mansion. I cannot be happy with myself and my surroundings unless I choose it. I must make an active choice, a decision to be happy. Likewise, I cannot be sad. I can't be depressed. I can't be angry with any situation. It doesn't matter if someone slaps me or shoots me or spits on me. If someone cuts me in front of a line, if someone... If someone talks bad to me and calls me a name, if someone defrauds and debauches, it doesn't matter. I cannot be angry or sad or dissatisfied in that moment unless I choose that for myself. And my friends, I refuse to choose sadness. I refuse. I always want to choose the good because the good cultivated now 
will lead to future happiness and bliss. My friends, I wish that for you today. I cultivate happiness so that I can give it to you in the future, so that you can cultivate it and give it to the next person, so that the world becomes good and God becomes more powerful. This is the Zoroastrian ethic of the Gathas, that we create goodness in the world so that evil has no place anymore. So, let's cultivate Ushta. So, when you see a friend, talk to a friend, a family member, tell them, I wish you happiness. And I promise you, happiness will be your lot. That's all the time I have for today. Ushta my friends. Happiness to you.